0: individual level every Tibetan has to preserve their Tibetan identity, uh, has to learn Tibetan language, has to preserve Tibetan culture. Uh, CTA, uh, popularly known as the uh, Tibetan government exile, uh, so it is the continuation of the centuries-old independent government that we had in Tibet. All the stakeholders, be it CTA, NGOs, have to engage with the young people by reaching out to colleges, uh, institutions, schools. or uh, And building that uh, base, you know, and support base for the Tibetan issue, and uh, so they really help us to reach out to those uh, uh, people at the grassroots level, and uh, and creating awareness about the Tibetan issue at the grassroots level among the Indian general public at large. TSP is a Tibetan scholarship program, and U.S. government, State Department. Every year, they support our
1: seven Tibetans. UnSilence, Voices of Young Tibetans is a podcast presented by the Foundation for Nonviolent Alternatives where young Tibetans share their personal stories, experiences, opinions and journey in exile. Namaste and welcome to our FNVS podcast, UnSilence, Voices of Young Tibetans. In today's episode, we have with us a very special guest. He is currently the coordinator of the India-Tibet coordination office which is commonly referred to as ITGO, which brings together the Indian sp- support groups for Tibet and does engagement with them. Furthermore, he is among the new generation of Tibetan civil servants in the Tibetan government in exile, referred to as the Central Tibetan Administration. And we shall be engaging with him on various themes, including how does one become a Tibet civil servant, what are the challenges they face, the opportunities they come across, and what is the future aspect when it comes to resolving the Tibet-China conflict. So, welcome to our
0: show, Thuttenlandzila. Thanks, uh, and thank you so much uh, for having me over here, and I'm really honored to be part of your show. Thank you, Thuttenlandzila. So,
1: Thuttenlandzila, could you share with us your experience as a coordinator at the India-Tibet Coordination Office, and highlight what are the functions and initiatives that ITCO does?
0: Mm-hmm. Sure, Dandula. so um, it's been like uh, three months since I joined this office after my two years uh, sabbatical. And uh, I was deputed uh, to take care of this uh, ITCO uh, based in Lashmanagar, New Delhi. And uh, over these past three months, the, my experience has been really wonderful. As you know that uh, our office, as you mentioned before, we uh, work with uh, tiber support groups in India. We have many diverse groups in India and uh, we work to create awareness about the Tibetan issue in the Indian general public and uh, especially among the youth in colleges universities and uh, our office also works with uh, all Indians uh, parliamentary uh, forum for Tibet and also we make publications about uh, of, like, Uh, Tibet-related books in various uh, languages, uh, especially Hindi. So my experience has been really good because over this past year, past months, three months, uh, I've been able to meet with many dedicated uh, Tibet supporters, uh, and I've been able to learn uh, more about uh, what Tibet supporters, what Indian people uh, think really about the Tibetan issue. So the experience has been really great. Indeed, you know. You potentially mentioned what the India Tibet
1: Coordination Office does, and if I'm not wrong, correct me if I'm wrong. Recently, you were at Kushinagar to do a lot of awareness programs Mm -hmm. to the
0: Indian supporters there. Like, what was your experience there, though? Uh, My experience uh, has been really great. You know, as you mentioned that a week ago we were in uh, Kushinagar, and uh, Kushinagar, as you know, uh, hosts a very Uh, significance for uh, Tibetan uh, people because uh, Kushinaga is the Mahaparinirvana place where Lord Buddha passed away. So it holds a spiritual significance and also a political significance. Uh, So that's why uh, with the help and support from the Tibet support group, we were able to conduct Tibet awareness programs. Uh, We were also joined by uh, a colleague uh, from Tibet Museum and we conducted the awareness programs in uh, four different colleges. And the support and the response and the feedback that we received were tremendous because uh, uh, as far as pushing number is concerned uh I felt that many of the people have a basic understanding about what Tibet is, uh, the current situation about the Tibet, because we have a monastery over there in Kushinagar, and also because of the uh, Tibet support group. So we were able to provide the the younger generation, especially the college uh, Mm -hmm. people who attended the programs, about a more deeper understanding, and enhance their understanding about Tibetan issues, especially the current situation in Tibet, what's happening over there, and uh, why Tibet matters to India, so how they can really support or uh, Tibetan issues. So, all all the uh, the trip has been really uh, satisfactory. Definitely
1: to and right you rightly mentioned the supporters that we have for Tibet in India is very big. Mm-hmm. But I believe you were the one who brought this up when we last met at your office, like how there was a poll done by one of the yeah. Indian media and how according to their poll, it's their poll, mm-hmm. the awareness among the general public, mm-hmm. for that matter, it's very low. Mm-hmm. So what sort of initiative do you think that we as Tibetans in India can carry out to bring more awareness? I mean, one small example is what you rightly did at Kushinagar. Mm-hmm. Do we need more such campaigns? Mm-hmm. Or are there any other sort of forms of
0: engagement that we can do? Absolutely. Uh, Dr. see, like, uh, after we lost our countries, uh The elder generation of uh, of Indian people, they have seen uh, Tibet being uh, getting occupied, illegally occupied by Chinese Communist government. They have also experienced that. They have seen His Holiness the Dalai Lama and thousands of Tibetan people coming into India to seek refuge. And uh, as you know, that uh, right after we lost our country in 1959, there was a Tibet uh, convention that was held in Calcutta, led by uh jay prakash narayan ji so like that like him we have many prominent uh indian leaders uh, who unfortunately do not live with us anymore uh we have we in the past we had uh, mc Chaklaji, ji um, ram Oyaji, and uh, uh, lingashri lingapa ji and um, uh, Nirmala Deshpandeji, George Fernandes. We in the past we had many uh, Indian leaders who genuinely uh, supported the movement. And uh, right now, uh, as you mentioned that uh, as for the latest poll by one of the uh, polling agency, the awareness uh, in the Indian general public, especially the young young people, is uh, not as good. Uh, so it is very important for uh, the C T E and also the concerned uh, offices, NGOs, and the Tibetan people at large to engage with the young Indian people, to create awareness. Uh, On the one hand, that uh, India is a big nation, uh, largest democratic nation on earth, and uh, largest, uh, most populated country on earth. Uh, CTA, as far as uh, our Tibetan population is concerned in India, we have around like uh, 80 something, 80,000 something Tibetan people in India. Uh, on the one hand, uh, CT has been based in uh, India for the past uh, many decades. We have been able to reach out to quite a good number of people, but uh, the, uh, the the job and the tasks that we have ahead uh, is enormous. So we still have a lot of job to do in terms of reaching out to young people, in terms of creating creating awareness about uh, our Tibetan issue. So I feel that. All the stakeholders, be it city, NGOs, have to engage with the young people by reaching out to colleges, uh, institutions, schools, uh, and uh, building that uh, uh, base, you know, and support base for the Tibetan issue, and uh, and uh, encouraging young people to champion the cause of Tibet, like uh, the prominent Indian leaders that I mentioned. Indeed, Abdullah.
1: And when you mention colleges, university, and engagement with the young. Mm-hmm. Youngsters and the youth of India, like I remember your very organization, just a couple of weeks back, you did these two big programs at OP Jindal and Shiv University. Yeah. So what were your experiences there and what was the reception that you got from the Indian students
0: there? Uh, the response and the reception and the support were really, uh, very, really great. Uh, as you mentioned uh, a month ago, uh, we did a program at OP Jindal Global University and the Nadar University and we were also joined by Tibet Museum, so we, uh, the response from the students were really interesting because uh, the most of the students, they were studying international affairs, diplomacy, public policy, uh, foreign affairs, uh, political science, and so uh, uh, as an Indian, it is very important to understand uh, what has happened to Tibet, as an Indian. As an Indian, it is very important that what is happening in Tibet, and uh, what is happening in Tibet and its implication for India in terms of future uh, security issues and uh, other aspects. Uh, so, as a student of this uh, field also, it is very really important to understand and learn about uh, the Tibetan issue and this Geopolitical dimension. So the response has been really, really great. The, the students were really keen and interested to understand and learn more about the uh, Tibetan issues. So because at that time we were joined by very uh, great speakers uh, like Professor Anand Kumarji, uh, Tenzin Dugo, Professor uh, uh, Claude Arviji. So students we are really much interested and uh, and i felt that we have been able to kind of like enhance uh, understanding about uh, like deeper understanding about the issue uh, for these uh, colleges uh, college
1: students indeed Thuptina. and i hopefully wish that you and your organization would continue on this and maybe reach out to other colleges which i definitely know that you all plan to do and moving on a bit like the question that i would like to ask you next is how impactful are the various indian TSG groups and what role do they play in increasing awareness about tibet to the indian population because you are someone and even your office is someone which directly has contact with them
0: yeah uh, so dhamdulillah as you know that uh, the tibetan government exile or as always say that uh, the central tibetan administration we have uh, very limited resources in terms of in terms of uh, financial in terms of in terms of human resources so we Uh, we are not in a situation to reach out to every uh, people at the grassroots level. So, Tibet support groups, as you mentioned, we have many Tibet support groups at the national level, at the regional level, at the local level, at the grassroots level. So, they really help us to reach out to those uh, uh, people at the grassroots level. And uh, and creating awareness about the Tibetan issue at the grassroots level among the Indian general public at large, and uh, the role that they play uh, is is really important because uh, as you know that uh, the democracy is for the people of the people and by the people, and the elected government uh, elected government really uh, takes into consideration the voices of the general public uh, when it uh, deals with international affairs policy and. Um, and also when it uh, when it uh, passes a law or legislation, whatever. So the Tibet support group uh, they serve as the voices of the Indian people at large. So their support and uh, their support and what they do is really what they think about Tibet is really important. And uh, the kind of campaign and activities that they engage is like, uh, for example, on tenth March they also do programs on His as the Lama's birthday. 10 December and like this you know, they implement various programs and uh, and also they also uh, kind of like get involved with the Tibetan movement in terms of the uh, joining the initiative the activities uh, uh, initiated by the Tibetan NGOs um, and also lobbying for the Tibetan issue at the uh, state level like by lobbying uh, Uh, at the MPs, uh, at the MLA's offices and all. So they try to uh, garner support for the Tibetan issue from the general public and from also the elected government and officials and the lawmakers. And they play a very huge role. Indeed, and since you mentioned the very
1: crucial role that these Indian TSGs play, I was in some ways privileged to be part of this meeting recently, Tokyo, Japan, the Asia regional meeting, and there I met one of (laughs) fellow TSG member Sandeesh Mishra who is very popularly known as Samden La Sandeish. and Samden Ishi. Uh, he also notified me that after landing to India he got the opportunity to meet you and he's going to carry out a big campaign so could you tell us what campaign
0: that is and what sort of meeting that you guys had? Yeah, So yesterday he came to our office, uh, we know him as Samden Ishi in our Tibetan community and he has been uh, carrying out that uh, uh, campaign for quite a few years in the past, and this year also, like from November, from Calcutta, he's going to start his cycle rally, cycle yatra, uh, to create awareness about the issue from Calcutta, and he's going to end his. Uh, Sakal Yatra, Sakal Rally at New Delhi in New Delhi on 10th December that coincides with the His Holiness Dalai Lama's uh, being awarded Nobel Peace Prize and also International Human Rights Day. So we had a good discussion about like how it's going to be done and uh, the press coverage and the uh, the contacts that I that our office need to coordinate with him because he'll be uh, traveling you know like for various places and we need to coordinate you know the, uh, the, the uh, kind of like the uh, families that we were we going to distribute among the, you know, like while he is on his yatra. So we had a good meeting about uh, how it's going to, you know, like done. And we planned quite a few things. Indeed, it's very inspiring to hear
1: such initiatives carried out by our very Indian supporters and ITCO as an organization is further supporting them to fulfill their own projects which they carry out to And moving a bit away from ITCO, besides working from ITCO, you're also someone who's been working as a civil servant for several years at the Central Tibetan Administration, popularly known as the Tibetan government in exile. Could you shed some light on it to our audience and tell us, how does one become a civil servant? Because that is sort of a big question that a lot of Tibetans and a lot of people around the world have. How does one become a CTA staff or a Leche? Yeah.
0: So as you mention about the CTA and civil servant for those uh, non-tibetan uh, who are watching your show just to introduce about cta uh, cta uh, popularly known as the uh, tibetan government exile uh, so it is the continuation of the centuries old independent government that we had in tibet and uh, CTA, CTA is very committed uh, uh, and dedicated uh, to restore uh, uh, freedom for Tibet and also to look after the socio-economic welfare of the Tibetan community in exile through uh, principles like uh, non-violence, justice, and genuine democracy and um, So I am I joined this uh, I joined CTA way back in 2014 uh, and I had this uh, desire to you know uh, join this uh, join CTA and my old parent also wanted me to join the, uh, the CTA and uh, after completing my university education uh, I completed five months public service commission uh, public service training conducted by the public service commission of our CTA and then I appeared for exam and then I joined CTA and one can join CTA through the vacancies announced by the public service commission and also there are opportunities for the professionals and uh, contractual uh, uh, vacancies are also announced for for those people who wants to work at CTA for quite a few years. So there are various ways uh, you can join CTA, and the exam patterns are uh, as uh, it, it it's all about uh, mainly about the Tibetan language, uh, the your understanding about Tibet, uh, English, accounts, and politics. So it is not as tough at the <laughs> UPSC, uh, but uh, but I feel that uh, to join CTA. Uh, uh, more than all these requirements, I feel that uh, one should have a right mindset and motivation uh, to do something for the Tibetan community and to contribute something towards the issue. So with motivation, uh, right motivation and the right mindset as the foundation, so you can, uh, you can uh, really contribute uh, uh, for the Tibetan community through CTA and CTA offers a really great platform for you to uh, make a positive change in our community definitely to Kenya and since
1: you are someone who's been working for the CTA for several years there certainly must have been like uh, various challenges that you've come across and also opportunities so how do you see all of them?
0: Yeah Dandula so uh, no matter you know like where you work uh, be it in corporate or company or NGOs you always uh, there's always challenges to face uh, and uh, I I feel that uh, Uh, rather than focusing on more on challenges, I would uh, talk a little bit about the opportunities uh, because CTA offers uh, a very good platform as I mentioned uh, before. Uh, I personally feel that because before I joined this office, uh, I have worked as the program head and program officer of Youth Employment Support Section of the Department of Home. So at that time, during my tenure over there, uh, for more than seven years uh, i have been able to uh, design i have been able to initiate various skill training programs i've been able to uh, uh, develop uh, various new programs with the help of my team over there and what i personally felt was uh, this programs really benefited or you know touched the lives of many many scores of uh, young people so what i felt was uh, if you're working in city here your one idea, your one initiative has a big potential uh, to change uh, many people's life and create a lasting and positive in, uh, impact and differences in, in our community. So city offers a very good platform for the uh, city staff. Uh, if you have a right mindset, as I mentioned, and if you have an idea, or if you can, if you're someone who's who's ready to take initiative, so yeah, the uh, the experience uh, has been uh, quite uh, quite quite wonderful for me and uh, at the end of the day it's, it all, all boils down to the uh, moral satisfaction that uh, the city staff like me gets from doing something for our community it's not the monetary value that we attach importance to there's there's uh, it's the moral satisfaction of having done something for our community that matters at the end of the day for a uh, CTA staff like me Indeed, and you
1: mentioned like, you were working for the Youth Empowerment Support Office for more than seven years and I believe this is something which the current Kashak also seriously takes forward to inculcate and bring forward the Tibetan youth. And you mentioned how you carried several programs. Could you, if you're allowed to, like, share with us any
0: specific project that you really like and thought this really made some change? Yeah, for example, like uh, recently you were part of the International uh, Youth Conference, right? And uh, this kind of like conferences where the CTEA organizes and brings together all the young minds from different parts of the world. It's a really great initiative. And the programs uh, like VTAC, Voluntary Tibet Advocacy Group, that the current Kashag initiated. It's a wonderful initiative. And I would request you know, through this platform to all the young Tibetan people, wherever you live, wherever you are, doesn't really matter. If you, uh, if you want to do something for the Tibetan community or the Tibetan issue, uh, VTEK offers a, very, a wonderful uh, platform or the opportunity for you. And uh, so these kind of conferences and the VTech, uh, like like these conferences, is really good in terms of like bringing all the young minds from all over the world together and, uh, and starting you know, this they, they serve, they serve as the basis you know, for, uh, for us to do something because unless and until we meet, until and unless you know, we discuss something uh, brainstorm on ideas or suggestions or share opinions and experiences You know the action and the output or the concrete result doesn't come so it is only through these meetings, only through these networking events, conferences the actions, um, uh, the uh, concrete outcome uh, comes out of all these conferences so that's a really wonderful initiative that I felt Indeed, and I thank your offices for
1: giving me the opportunity because through these conferences I definitely believe what you say Like we meet a lot of other young Tibetans, sort of inspire each other when it comes to resolving the Tibet-China conflict. And when it comes to the Tibet-China conflict, like being a civil servant worker at the Central Tibetan Administration, how do you see the CTA can sort of bring changes when it comes to resolving the Tibet-China conflict? Especially, firstly, to
0: bring China to the negotiation table at the first place. So as far as the uh, resolution of uh, Tibetan issue is concerned, I feel that all the stakeholders, like uh, for example, at the individual level, at the individual level, every Tibetan has to preserve their Tibetan identity, uh, has to learn Tibetan language, has to preserve Tibetan culture. And uh, every individual can shoulder the Tibetan responsibility. Uh, Doesn't matter where you live, uh, if you live in US or Europe or Canada or wherever you are, you have to take. You have to be a good ambassador for Tibet uh, and be the voiceless for voice for the voiceless Tibetan people inside Tibet, and try to uh, shoulder that individual responsibility. Uh, at the individual level, we can do that, and also at the NGOs or the civil society organizations civil society organizations. Um, uh, we can uh, engage with the like-minded organizations at the domestic level, national level, international level, and engage with them uh, regarding the relevant issues, and also publish reports or research papers um, and uh, create awareness, engage with them. At, at the city level, uh, the that the thing uh, that the main uh, work that the city has been doing uh, in the past is uh, through dialogue and negotiation with the Chinese government representative. And uh, it is only through the diplomacy and it is only through the negotiation and the dialogue that the city is trying to resolve. So all these uh, efforts at the individual level or at the uh, NGO level or the city level, so all the efforts uh, accumulate, so these cumulative efforts, you know, it really leads and contributes to the resolution of Tibetan uh, conflict. It is not, not only the city's uh, job, it is concerned with every Tibetan, every NGO, civil society organization, and also the C T A. Indeed, Thukdina,
1: like you definitely hit a quote here, like saying the resolving of the Tibet-China conflict is not only up to the owners of the Central Tibetan Administration, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. is the owners of Absolutely. every Tibetan out there. Absolutely. And you, I mean, specifically pointed out these sort of levels, and I hope that our audience can also take notice from it, and mm-hmm. you know, from right from the word go, like continue and strike something for our movement. Mm-hmm. So Tutila, like moving away from all this now, like you mentioned in your introduction that you took a two year sabbatical, but I would not mention that as a sabbatical because during those two years you were one of the recipient of the prestigious Tibetan Scholarship Programme that annually grants Tibetan refugees the opportunity to do further studies at the USA. Could you share with us about this very scholarship your experiences and how it has helped Tibetans and
0: the Tibetan movement worldwide. Yeah, so as you mentioned about the uh, TSB, yeah, I have been incredibly uh, blessed and uh, fortunate uh, to be one of the TSP scholarship recipients uh, in the past. And uh, personally, uh, for me, uh, just before that, you know, I would like to explain what TSP stands for, uh, for those who does not really know about TSP. TSP is a Tibetan scholarship program and the U.S. government, state department, every year they support uh, seven Tibetans, uh, uh, including uh, uh, one from uh, Nepal, uh, to pursue a graduate program in the United States uh, at various uh, um, universities and colleges in the United States. And uh, I was uh, the recipient of the TSP scholarship in 2020. So personally, the experience uh, for me has been really wonderful. Uh, not only that, I have been able to uh, hone and develop my academic uh, academic skill, uh, uh, but also professionally also, it has really helped me. Uh, and also, being in the United States, as you know, that US is home to the the a lot of different cultures, and uh, uh, so it's a very diverse. I think it's the most diverse nation on earth, right? So. I've been able to meet lots of uh, people from different countries uh, through various events, uh, meetings, and uh, programs. So I've been able to share about our Tibetan culture, uh, Tibetan uh, traditions, and also about the Buddhism, and also uh, uh, at the same time, learn from them about the culture. And also uh, during my uh, two-year study program, I have been able to create awareness about the Tibetan issue on campus, on university campus, through various programs. Uh, uh, yeah, so the, uh, the experience has been really wonderful, and uh, to get, get an opportunity to study in, uh, in the United States for a Tibetan refugee kids like me, you know, I feel that I'm really blessed to have been a part of the, uh, the uh, this program. Indeed, to Tukenna, definitely. And you rightly mentioned
1: how you created awareness, and I remember, like, it was also posted in the CTA's website about how you were wearing a Tibetan chupa in your own university and explaining what Tibet is to them. And I personally believe that these are sort of the
0: small engagements which make a big impact Absolutely. when it comes yeah. to understanding yeah. Tibet. And just to uh, uh, touch upon, like, how it has impacted uh, the Tibetan movement, uh, the it has uh, the TSP scholarship program. Uh, the program has really contributed to the uh, development uh, of the the quality of the human resource uh, that we have in our Tibetan community. And TSB program that has been running for the past more than 30 years, and more than 450 uh, uh, Tibetan people uh, uh, have Tibetan young people have uh, have participated in these programs and. Uh, and they uh, they are right now serving, many of them are serving at CTA, many of them, them are serving at NGOs, many have gone abroad and uh, working for the Tibetan community through directly or indirectly. And uh, this, has, uh, this program, for example, in 2004, Office of Policy and Evaluation of the Educational Bureau of Culture and Education uh, of the State Department, they conducted an assessment. Um, about the TSP program. And through that assessment, there are many statistical figures to share, but uh, one of the uh, things that I wanna share is 96% of the TSP awardees, um, they they uh, felt that uh, because of the TSP experience, uh, because of their experience in the United States, uh, they have been able to contribute to the Tibetan community uh, in a much more efficient and effective manner, you know, like be it socially, be it politically, be it economically. So, so that's one uh, statistic to share. So the TSP uh, program has really contributed a lot to the uh, movement at large. And on top of this, there is also the TSPA alumni
1: group, right? You yeah. guys do a lot of project. Could you sort of share us like what
0: exactly this is and like what is your vision for the future? Yeah. So TSP alumni association. And currently, uh, I have the privilege of serving as the vice president uh, within this organization. And the main purpose of our Alumni Association is to help uh, those young Tibetan uh, people in India, Nepal, Bhutan, uh, who wants to uh, join the TSP program, who wants to appear for the exam of TSP. And we help them, we mentor them, we guide them, create awareness about this wonderful opportunity among the Tibetan youth. And we do uh, various programs like mentorship, awareness, as I mentioned, and also we create a lot of uh, study material we create a lot of like awareness material, promotion material for the TSP so that uh, the awareness is reached at the wider level. So that's one of the main objectives of tsb TSP Alumni Association. Indeed, Thuktena. So with
1: this and with your rich experience in serving the Tibetan community, what words of encouragement and messages do you have to them, especially the Tibetans who are working, be it the CTA, the NGOs and other bodies with all of them vision to bring Tibet to the fore?
0: yeah so as uh, we know that uh, no uh, no other refugee community in the world uh, had the system and the structure of government or administration that we have established in india and it is largely mainly uh, because of the visionary leadership of his honest dalai lama and also the uh, the contribution and efforts of the elder generations and also with the support uh, from the government and people of india we have what we have right now and uh, and to continue the legacy of the, our elder generation, it is very important that younger generation Tibetan people shoulder the responsibility through various platforms. It doesn't, really, it doesn't mean that you have to be in the city to you know, like, contribute towards the Tibetan issue. You can be anywhere, but you can work for the Tibetan issue if you have a right mindset, as I mentioned before, if you have a right motivation. so. There are many people uh, like me who are working in the city, many young people, big NGOs. Uh, I want to express my deep uh, admiration and appreciation to all the people who are working uh, in the city or schools or NGOs, uh, especially to those people whose work and whose uh, efforts are unacknowledged, unnoticed. There are many people who are working behind the scene, uh, not just not for the money, not for the position, not for the fame and name, but. Uh, truly, genuinely, they are working for the development of like school teachers. Uh, there are many people whose work is unnoticed. So I want to express my deep admiration and uh, appreciation to, especially to them. Definitely,
1: Doctor. Sorry to say, but we are running short of time. So even though I have a lot of more questions to ask you and touch upon, because you truly lived a wonderful life experiencing what a normal Tibetan does not go through unless he or she joins the Central Tibetan Administration. So finally, I would like to ask you, what messages do you have to our fellow Tibetans worldwide and especially the plethora of Tibet supporters Mm -hmm.
0: who continue to stand in solidarity with us Tibetans? Yeah. So first of all, uh, to all the Tibet supporters uh, all over the world, uh, as an ITCO coordinator, we mainly work with Tibet support groups in India, right? so i want to uh, thank and uh, express my deep gratitude to all the tibet supporters as his holiness uh, the dalai lama has uh, rightly said if you are supporting tibet uh, it's not that uh, you are only supporting tibetan movement you are pro justice you are supporting uh, you're working for just just cause so i want to express my deep uh, appreciation to them and um, to all the Tibetans, uh, it's really important that, as I mentioned before, uh, to take up that individual responsibility. Mm. And because, as I mentioned before, before you know what we have is because many of the, the work that has been done in the past, right, so it's important to carry out that legacy and to keep the Tibetan struggle alive, uh, to f- the frame of the Tibetan movement alive. So it is really important. And uh, when I was in the U.S., uh, I have met uh, quite a few people and many people do really pay uh, green book contributions. Uh, at least, uh, the least thing you can do if you're abroad, you know, for the Tibetan issue, is uh, contribute uh, your annual green book uh, to the uh, CTA and. Even like when I was in the U.S., you know, I've met a few people who boast of like, uh, I pay uh, hundred dollars a year and to the CTA. and I uh, I told them that you know the CTA is We make uh, more annual green book contribution than you, you know. Even though we are earning like uh, three fifty or four hundred dollars a month, so then I say that you know to the Tibetans abroad the least you can do for Tibetan issue is pay your uh, make annual contributions and you're you, you welcome to pay more than that also. So uh, that's the uh, request that I would like to uh, make through this platform and other than that I don't have uh, any special message or things to uh, share. Yeah. Like, you certainly
1: shared more than these few words like words like deep motivation, self-respect and creating awareness. Like what you do is an inspiration to other Tibetan youths out there and sort of guides us to what sort of capability that we are and what we can do. And I certainly believe through your own passionate work, many Tibetans would follow suit and continue to this part of resolving the Tibet China conflict Mm -hmm. and bringing more awareness about Tibet to the world. So on that note, Nila, thank you so much. You have a very busy schedule. Thank you for taking time from your good office and coming to our podcast session here yeah.
0: and enlightening all us youths here. Thank I you. would say enlightening uh, Dandila, I mean, it's an honor to be part of your program and uh, you have been also uh, been taking quite good initiatives, you know, through your offices and uh, through various other platforms also. And you lately I've been noticing that you are really much, you know, like uh, taking initiative when it comes to reaching out to young people. So what do you feel like what Tibetan youth needs to do more? What's your opinion? I mean, mean,
1: you just put the question to me. So in my own opinion, like Mm -hmm. you've certainly observed that I've been taking part Mm to these various programs. I've observed a lot of Tibetan youngsters coming and being part of these organizations, these meetings, these Mm -hmm. conferences. And one thing I certainly feel is that there is a drive Mm But where their drive needs to be pushed, that is the question there. Mm-hmm. I think if we are able to mold or set a path like what you have done mm-hmm. through your own work, like mm-hmm. many Tibetan youngsters would be seeing this program, I believe. And they would certainly know that, oh, this is something that we can do. So if mm-hmm. they know the path where we they can do something, I believe mm-hmm. our youngsters, our Tibetan youth mm-hmm. has the power to do a lot and mm-hmm of late, we've been seeing how a lot of Tibetan youths have been taking part and mm-hmm. been leading the Tibetan movement, for example. Mm-hmm. like, And there are many who are behind the scene, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, their voices, their efforts, like mm-hmm. what they do, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't see them, yeah, but absolutely. they are more or less the same than mm-hmm. you see these public figures who come out and say something. But there are a lot of Tibetan youths, and even mm-hmm. our t- elder generation. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to highlight
0: what they have done, I think. Mean. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. That's a really good note to end our podcast, your podcast. <laughs> Thank you so
1: much, Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. For more updates and videos by FNV, click on the link and please subscribe to our channel. Thank you for watching.